When you're lost in the darkness, look for the pod. Specifically, the Prestige TV podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network, where we're breaking down every new episode of HBO's The Last of Us. On Sunday nights, grab your battery and join Van Lathan and Charles Holmes for an instant reaction to the latest episode. Then head back to the QZ on Tuesdays for a deep dive with Joanna Robinson and Mallory Rubin. From character arcs to video game adaptation choices, story themes to needle drops, we'll parse every inch of this cordyceps-coated universe. Watch out for mouth tendrils and follow along on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln in the all-new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. Welcome to the Ringer Fantasy Football Show. My name is Danny Heifetz. I am joined in person at the Super Bowl with Danny Kelly and Craig Rolbeck, and we're literally looking out onto the field right now. Yeah, confetti. So, uh, we're in Phoenix. This is a little weird, like, recording the show after the game, because there's not actually some great big room we can go to. So we just are literally just sitting at one of those tables that you would kind of put ketchup on your hot dog before you went to your seats. I think it's kind of like a VIP room area. I don't oh, think anybody VIP, can come in here. VIP hot so dogs. No big deal. Okay, so... It's loud, there's vacuums, yeah. and there's people walking everywhere, so just forgive us. Like, Bear with just, us, please. There's a lot of stuff going on, so <laughs> I, if you hear something, I don't know what it is either. Um, with that said, holy crap, Chiefs just won the Super Bowl. Crazy that was game. absolutely insane. Crazy, crazy game. Weird insane ending. game. Amazing. 98% of that game was yeah. setting up to be all-time great. Truly, yes. like, one of the best Super Bowls. 35 to 35 with five minutes left. Yeah. Two best teams in the league. It was, we, it was perfect. We kept looking at each other during the game like, is this real? This game is absolutely insane. Well, we got start everything to finish. We, we got and, everything we wanted because we got the home's fourth quarter comeback. Yeah. Yep. And then Jalen Hurts, we got the Eagles like, okay, fraud check. They yep. actually are down in the fourth quarter. <laughs> yep. Jalen Hurts, can you do it? He did it. And then, of course, the most important of all, I hate you too with a burning passion. Kadarius Tony literally <laughs> changed the game. Literally because of Kadarius Tony, when <laughs> the Chiefs down six, the Chiefs up eight. In like uh, three minutes. And I was like, you know what? This isn't, I, I don't even want to talk about it. Craig, I, I feel like I should maybe not mention this because I don't know what the professional level of professionalism that we're okay. supposed to exude here being in the press box. Craig was literally like dancing when yeah. Tony scored his first touchdown. I got to say, sitting in the, we were in the auxiliary <laughs> media area uh, watching the game. Those people are just dead fish watching the game. <laughs> I was literally the rule. That is the rule. Whatever. I was standing <laughs> up. I was like, I don't fucking care. I was standing I up, holding my fist when, when Tony was returning the punt. I obviously made, I, I gave away, on. if you guys listen to the props episode, I gave away my my favorite pick was uh, Kadarius Tony two plus touchdowns. Came within two yards of, of doing that. Um, so I, I put t five bucks on that. I would have won like a thousand dollars. So, <laughs> dude, what, we okay. love the word apocalyptic. Apoplectic. 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 
Craig was apoplectic. I was at apoplectic. That okay, but also happy. Somehow. I also wouldn't have won a thousand. It would have been a lot less, but it was still a good <laughs> amount of money. Yeah. All right. Can we go right to the ending? So a lot of people were pissed about, like, because the the I'm going to say this word penalty. Pe- penalty. That's right. Penalty. Um, Travis uh, the the penalty on James Bradbury, the defensive holding on or whatever pass interference. Yeah, and Juju at the end, dude. It was a, it was a flag. I'm glad you said that because I am now. I, at, at the beginning, I was like, "Oh man, that's ticky tack!" Like you're really going to yeah. end a game like that. Just like obviously, the Chiefs had this a similar thing happen with the Bengals game. The push in the back got them in field goal range oh, to right. beat the Bengals. Yeah. And now this thing happens. There was what a minute fifty four left. The Eagles have one timeout, and it was third and eight. And Mahomes overthrows Juju. They call it. The, the angle that everyone's retweeting on Twitter doesn't look bad, but it's yeah. the reverse angle that no one is retweeting on Twitter. You see Bradbury pull Juju's jersey and hold him back. Right. And then even in the press conference, Bradbury says it was yeah, a hole. It was a Dude, hole. Wait, I, I, I tried to keep him. I tried, basically he he was he got got on a double move and to, in order to save the touchdown, he sort of grabbed his jersey. But he said, "All right, it's you know the rest of development thing where he's like Michael did some detective work and he's like, hey T Bone, did you burn down the storage unit? He's like, oh yeah, most definitely. People like, hey James Bradbury, did you hold Juju? He's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was flag. I was hoping I wouldn't get caught. Yeah. Like, however, however, I think the big picture thing is. Do you make the Te- call? It, technically, yes. That was probably a foul. Like by the by the the rule of the, the letter of the law. Yeah, James Bradbury stated intent. He said it was like it, but <laughs> I do still think it was somewhat ticky tack, especially in a game where most of that stuff was going uncalled. Like th- this was a pl- pretty clean game. Not a lot of penalties. Definitely no holding penalties other than that one. Um, literally I, I, anywhere dude, in the he game. He said he was. Try- it's not even he said he did it. He said he was trying to do it on purpose. I, oh, really? He yeah, but, said that. yeah, but calling it in that moment, I think, is what people are upset about. But I, like big picture, here's here's my main point. It did kind of ruin the vibe of the game. It did. Like because look, if they don't get it, it's fourth and eight. The Chiefs kick a field goal and they go up what? Uh was it tied at the time? No, they would go up, they would have gone up seven. No, it was yeah, it was tied at the time. Right. They so would have kicked a field goal. No, 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 it wasn't tied at the time. They were up three, weren't they? I think it was 35-35. Oh, right. Sorry. It was 35-35. Yeah. So they would have kicked the field goal with a minute 50 left and kicked it off to the Eagles. Well, I think that just, so do you think the flag was the issue or just overall, the the ending set up like, oh my God, this is epic. Five minutes left, 35-35, everything, every box we wanted in this game's being checked. And then it was like, actually the Chiefs kind of slowly went down and then the Eagles tried to let Pacheco score and somehow the rookie was like, oh yeah, I'm no, going to go down. No, McKinnon, McKinnon, McKinnon. Oh, sorry, McKinnon. Yeah. Right. Okay. McKinnon Pacheco definitely would have ran into the end zone. Pacheco would have just no barreled right in. Yeah. He was not. <laughs> that would have changed the game. He ran down the tunnel but then it's like oh instead of this cool shootout ending it's like oh the Chiefs are gonna just take a knee twice and then like chip shot field goal because a ref threw a flag and it's like I think people are more mad that it was deflating at the end but the the flag just kind of became the target of everyone's ire of like this was not the awesome ending also you know I I don't know if I agree with the idea behind let, let the boys play. It's the final two minutes. I almost like, I think it works more in basketball because basketball, there's so many like hands flying everywhere. But like when a receiver is being held on a pass to yeah. him and it's truly just like a one-on-one situation and if he didn't get held, he may have caught the ball. It, it's a little more black and white to me. It's like, so the ref's just not, if he sees holes, he's just not supposed to call it on the guy who's being targeted. Well, I think it's always a gray area. How how badly is he being held? How much is he hold, holding him up? How badly is it affecting the play? Like, I think it was on the scale of egregious versus non-existent it, it was, was like a I was normal still closer to ticky tack to me but at the end of the day yeah like, i don't know how you answer that question like do you just not call anything 
It's it's tough, and it's like a bang bang play. I don't it really know. happens really fast. The, the, you know, the funny thing is, is everybody's been on the refs, right? The refs have been very popular in the past few weeks in the NFL. However, I would say heading into that before that play, the refs kind of nailed it. The, there was three controversial calls today, and I thought personally they got everyone right. Devontae the Devontae Smith, Smith catch, yeah. they called no catch. I thought that was correct. The the Miles Sanders. Catch fumbled for a touchdown. Nick Bolton's right. potential second touchdown. I thought that was an incomplete pass. Mm -hmm. And then Dallas Goddard's catch tipped like, out of bounds when he kind of pinned it, it against yeah. his shoulder. Yeah. I thought that was a catch. Dude, I, they yeah. were three for three. Completely agree. I I think the big the big like again coming back to sort of the big picture. And they missed though, a hold like, on Juju on that third down in the first half. You should have seen how yes. everyone was like we were looking at each other like we're just witnessing one of the greatest games that of is all true. time. This is incredible. And then. That foul happens. That penalty happens. And to me, and I don't know what exactly what's going to happen because this is now like two hours after the game ended or an hour after the game ended. And we've kind of like thought about it a lot. But like, that's going to be one of the big narratives of the game. Like, it sucks that we have to talk about this fucking but penalty. The, but the ref's job isn't to preserve the vibes. The ref's job is to call the flags they see. And it's well, like, it's not the ref's... Oh, well, yeah, maybe. That's according to whatever the script says. I'm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm we just saying the ref's job isn't to be like, oh, this will be way more that fun. that sucked. Whoever's the screenwriter there, well, bad news. The Hollywood's about to go on a writer strike, so it's going to get worse <laughs> yeah, next yeah, season. Well, it's also, all like the writers <laughs> are going to get assigned to the Chinese balloon, the aliens descending. Yeah. I think that the aliens... <laughs> do you think the aliens are writing the scripts? Probably. I just think if you're a Chiefs fan, that's a pretty deflating way to end the game. It because because if you're a Chiefs Eagles, fan, you're probably pretty stoked. I mean, Eagles regardless, fan. it's a, it's an exciting thing to win a Super Bowl. But when the fact that we're opening the fucking Super Bowl podcast talking about this play, that's fair. Sucks. That's fair. It sucks. It's fair to start. You have to admit this is the only thing people are going to talk about this week. I, I don't guarantee think it's you. the only thing. It's the first thing though. That yeah. M let me put it better. It is exactly what we're doing. That's what's going to happen. I the mean, like, we literally think built we're going to forget about this. I don't know. I just think having everyone sort of, whether, whether they do it or not, put an asterisk around this win sucks. For the, I, I think well, it sucks let's for, talk about the parts that didn't suck. But because before this, we're talking about, we just mentioned the epic thing. I feel like my first, and again, we, this game just ended. My feeling on this game it felt like watching a basketball game. Huge runs. You know, the NBA, I feel like the NBA this year, like there's been so many like, oh, 20 points, the team came back. Modern NBA is like, you could be down 15, doesn't mean anything. That felt, this felt like that in the sense that, or maybe even watching past NBA Finals games where it's like, LeBron's on the LeBron's on the court, comes off for three minutes and all the points are scored. It's like, Mahomes in the first half was barely on the field. It was like right. 22 minutes of possession for the Eagles, eight for the Chiefs. In the second half, it was like, the Chiefs just had the ball the whole time. And Jalen, like, I think, and how much real time went by in the first half with Mahomes being off the field? Like 100 and... Not, some insane, like, yeah. an hour. Yeah. And then on the second half, Jalen Hurts was just not on the field for this massive amounts of times. And the Chiefs just, again, were down six to up eight in, like, less than three minutes, I think. Yeah. I mean, this game is insane. These two teams, like, two of the best teams all year long, all year long, basically the two best teams in the NFL. And if you look at some of the numbers, like, they scored the same exact amount of points. They had the exact same record. You know, they had, like, each had six All-Pros. This was a tweet from Field Yates the other day. It was like, holy crap. This is, like, the best matchup imaginable in the Super Bowl this and year. And you know what? Like, I think both teams play, other than Jalen Hurts' fumble, which yeah. led to the Nick Bolton touchdown, these teams played pretty much to a perfect game, at least yeah. offensively. Yeah. I mean, they were really, Hurts, I thought, played a fucking phenomenal game. If you would have told me going into this, Jalen Hurts is going to have 370 yards of offense and four touchdowns, and Mahomes is going to throw for 182 yards, and no receiver has over 100, <laughs> I don't, I, I would have said the score is 42 to 15. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and then also, what's crazy is they think that the drives, like, this game, I mean, the Eagles' only drive in the first half that didn't work was really because they had an offensive pass right. interference, and it was, like, procedural. It's like, a, like a screen or something. It's like a pick player. And, like, that just ended the drive because they went to, like, and first the, and, and the fumble. 
Yeah, well, then the fumble. But even that, that's not like the defense stopped them. That's like no. Jalen Hurts tried to switch hands and just drop the ball. Yeah. But like their offense was unstoppable to begin the game. And then in the second, Mahomes was too, because it's the same thing. It's like that first drive, Mahomes, it was effortless. The second drive, I feel like if anyone goes for it on fourth and two, Instead Mahomes of trying gets to kick it. the field goal, which yeah. I missed. Yeah. Yeah, and doink. Then, we got a doink. And then what was the, the third drive? Is that when he tweaked his ankle? And no, the third drive, they didn't get the ball back as the defensive touchdown. Yeah. And then they come back, there's like an hour of time, and then it gets like, he tweaks his ankle to go out. And then they come back and they score every single drive again. I mean, I couldn't believe how just the ice in his veins, the first drive of the second half, because he hurt his ankle on the last play of the last drive of the first half. He was writhing in pain. You can see replays on, yeah. like on Twitter, on TV when we were watching the game like writhing in pain, you know, putting his head down on the shoulder of the trainer. Like he was absolutely in massive amount of pain. And we're just like, oh God, like they're down 10 going into the half. Mahomes is hurt again. You know, this is exactly where the Eagles want the Chiefs to be because yes. they are, they excel with the lead. They can run the ball. They can just pound it. You know, they can control the clock, which is exactly what they did in the first half. It, it turns out it was good that they were leading every <laughs> moment of every game this season. That was, in fact, a good thing. And then to me, it was just incredibly striking how Mahomes and the offense, the Chiefs offense came out just marched on the field, scored. No panic whatsoever no. from that team. No. Well, Absolutely and it's no really panic. they did it twice, right? Because the, the game started with the Eagles marching right down, put, go up 7-0. And I was like, Ooh. oh man, <laughs> Eagles look fucking good. Right. And Mahomes, unwavering, marches right down and throws that beautiful ball to Kelsey in the corner of the end zone. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is going to be one of those games. Yeah, like exactly. It's, it's going to go back and forth. And they did the same thing to come out of the second half. It was truly like Titans at play here. Not the team. Those two just they saying, suck. Like, really? <laughs> the most boring team? Um, but I think just like getting away from the the what we talked about first, the call. I think the Chiefs, the way that they dominated the second half, they came out and basically played perfect football from yep. almost the start of the second half to the very end of the game. Um, you know, you have to give them a ton of credit for that because I, I was like, starting to have some real doubts at halftime there, especially with Mahomes hurt. The way that they did that, um, I think they scored three straight, three straight touchdowns plus then the field goal to win the game. And, you know, they just like they had like no penalties. It was incredible. And like, not to mention, just, they, yeah, they were just I mean, perfect. Patrick Mahomes was sacked zero times in this football game. Right. Yeah. The Eagles, the best sack rate since like the year 2000. Yeah. They, they, they didn't even touch him. So that's the weird part. I think that what's true, it, 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 all the Eagles fans who are probably enraged at us for joking all week if the Eagles were frauds, like we were kidding. <laughs> but like our point was that they just have this perfect game script and they hit it every time where it's like they're always winning. Again, this was the third, was this the third game all season that Jalen Hurts was trailing in the fourth quarter? Like he took snaps down points in the fourth quarter for the third time this year. Yeah. Had not done it since week 11 till today. And so one of the reasons they had 70 snacks is or 70 snacks. I mean, they probably had a lot of snacks. I did not have 70 snacks. We'll get to the <laughs> Jason stadium Kelsey later. Jason snacks on the sideline. We'll get to the State Farm Stadium later. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about the snacks. <laughs> but it... <laughs> I have to say, I think a lot of the, our pregame analysis was, and ev like everyone's, was kind of spot on, especially I think we talked about this week, Steven and Solak crushed it and like on yeah. the Ring NFL mm -hmm. show, they wrote a great piece. And it's like the Chiefs with the big tight end units were able to pass the ball kind of like butter. And then surprisingly, they kind of ran out the receivers, Juju and Justin Watson, the receivers, and they were able to run. And then the Eagles, it was like, okay, Jalen Hurts has to go down and like pass down points. And he actually did it. Right. And then the Chiefs. They made I some think, big plays. But the Chiefs running the ball. Yeah, like Pacheco. Oh my God, man! Pacheco was fantastic. Okay. Uh, I want to get to Mahomes. Um, Legacy could, talk. What do we think? Top five quarterback in the league now? Yeah. Do you th <laughs> is he better than Joe Burrow? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. 
If, right, can we rank the quarterbacks in the NFL? It's Joe Burrow, Daniel Jones, mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett, Mills, Brock Gino. Purdy. Well, Gino. Brock Purdy's, oh, Purdy's one. one. Well, that goes without saying. I think Mahomes is top eight. <laughs> Would you get? Do you think 49ers fans would trade Purdy for Mahomes no. at this point? Well, you'd have to add in something. Yeah, <laughs> toss in a pick. No, they would. They would trade Purdy for Mahomes, but you'd have to take Trey Lance too. That's the <laughs> yeah, only like, way. Yeah, you can take him, please. If you take Lance, but I, I, I don't seriously. We're in. I feel like I'm doing a Bill impression, but it's like you know we take these things seriously. But the Patrick Mahomes overall legacy is insane. Yeah. So he's now two and one in the Super Bowl. He's been to five AFC Championship games. That's literally what Peyton Manning did in his entire career. And Patrick yeah. Mahomes is what twenty seven. He's twenty twenty seven years old. Wild. And hi, but you're twenty seven. I am twenty seven. So Patrick Mahomes could have been kicked <laughs> off his parents' health insurance like six months ago. <laughs> like that's how you know what I mean. Also. He has two Super Bowl rings at 27. John Elway didn't get his first till he was 37. So it's like if you go through the quarterback Mount Rushmore, it's like Brady, Montana. I mean, I, I, old people would say Johnny Unitas, but it's like fourth. It's like, okay, Elway. I mean, Peyton Manning. Who's Dan Marino? He didn't have any Super Bowls. Like the argument, literally the only argument of not putting Mahomes on that fourth spot. I'm not saying he has it, but the only arguments are, one, the era he plays in, which he cannot control. And two, like just he hasn't played the extra 10 years yet. Yeah. But if he does, again, he's 27. The only players that have won the MVP twice and the Super Bowl MVP twice are Tom Brady, Joe Montana, and Mahomes. Like, we're already there. That's crazy. And you know what's underrated about him is I feel like his flashy play, I think, sometimes hides the fact that he's one of the toughest quarterbacks in the league. Oh, yeah, for you sure. Don't assume he's it. getting knocked it's around It's like Steph Curry. Honestly, same thing. Steph Curry's small. You don't assume small guys are tough. He's skinny. He's a shooter. Mahomes... I think what's oh, being overshadowed on that final drive because of the dumb penalty is Mahomes' 26-yard scamper on the bum ankle yeah. yep. to like essentially seal the game. I think I saw Absolutely. this was his longest run this year. Yeah. And on the high ankle, just like that Bucks game where I think it's... I forget what the next-gen stat is, but he ran not like for yardage in the box score, but just they tracking his movement. The amount of like yards he ran from the Bucks defense in the Super Bowl two years ago was like a record. And he had a broken toe. And he like the whole reason he was struggling was because he had the broken toe. Like he plays through injuries all the time. The dislocated kneecap, the Super Bowl season. Mahomes, like, Mahomes has it all. He has QB wins. He has rings. Yeah. And both of those have Zs at the end, by the way. QB wins, rings. And then he also has like, he is the most impressive look. Like the way he plays is the most impressive and like awesome. He, he has and the most, fun he's to the watch. best arm. You know, it's crazy. Like he, he, he literally checks every single box you could possibly want for a quarterback. Except he has a brother who doesn't record over one and a half TikToks during the game. <laughs> Dude, oh my God. That was crazy. He, he posted zero for Do you think he couldn't get on the Wi-Fi? Was that the problem? <laughs> no, the second the game ended, he posted two. Is it because the Chinese balloons came down? No, I think the fix was in. Mm, I think that's I what was know. happening. I think the screenwriters knew what was going on. <laughs> they knew where the money was. The screenwriters are terrible, by the way. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, the Mahomes thing, also, we've, we didn't mention his best performance of the night, which was giving a coherent post-game press conference, even though he, I assumed that he was on like a thousand milligrams of beaver tranquilizer. He, he said he didn't get a shot. At he time. said he didn't get a shot, but he said, he's like, I didn't get a shot, but we did have time to work on it. And he did yeah, not like, elaborate. Uh, he's like, I didn't have a shot. I took many pills. They, they, immunized. Shot. It was, immunized um, against yeah. ankle injuries. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't have a shot. I just, <laughs> I don't know what that means, but maybe he just took immunized. pills. Yeah. Did he, he did a darkness retreat. No, he did a darkness retreat. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Blood doping. Blood. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but... Uh, on the legacy note, dude, also just Andy Reid having two Super Bowls now. Yes. There was a moment there where it seemed like Andy Reid could potentially retire, but he said, nope, he's coming back. Thank also, goodness. Oh, his answer to that was like, 
they were like, you mentioned that you could. He's like, yeah, because I've been asked that 50 times. And eventually I was like, yeah, man, I don't know. And everyone ran with that one. <laughs> He's like, yeah, man, so many said it. Did you see Terry Bradshaw when he won on the, on the stage? He said, Andy, waddle on over here. <laughs> Did he say waddle <laughs> yeah, on? Yeah, I'm like, waddle on, oh waddle on over here. Yeah, I love I'm, I'm back in on Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> Terry Bradshaw is incredible. He's back in on Terry. Terry Bradshaw was like, <laughs> yeah. Dude, waddle media, over here. That's waddle on so over rude. here. Media day wow. with Bradshaw was like, look, if I died on television, like think of the ratings. That'd be great for Fox. I know. Tom Cruise <laughs> saw that and was like, <laughs> you stole my thunder, Terry. <laughs> so isn't it crazy that um, Tom Cruise parachuted in for the national anthem and the cameras missed it? I know. Crazy. I hit my bat. He hit, he hit all of the wires that were set up for Rihanna's performance <laughs> and he was decapitated. <laughs> <laughs> So they didn't want you to know about that. Oh, there was actually God. another platform that Jay-Z was going to show up on, but Tom Cruise ran into it. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. there was no guess. Jay-Z's hospitalized. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. They closed the roof at some point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I was going to say, that. it's a little warmer in here. So, yeah, the, the, it was open for the game. Um, we also have a big winner of the night, big loser of the night, Donna Kelsey. Yeah. Yes. That's tough because obviously one son won, one son lost. She was saying something before the game about how like it's incredibly hard to think about having one son have so much pain from losing the Super Bowl. I guess it's good that he already has one, I guess. You know, that's yeah. one thing. But like, yeah, it's tough for Jason Kelsey. Hi, have, do you think if you were in the Super Bowl with your brother, your mom would have would, would be impartial or would she lean one way? I don't care I know for we, Job. I know <laughs> I don't care for Job. I love, I love all my, my children son. equally. Yeah. I don't uh, care for Danny. I don't care for Danny. <laughs> Where would she go? Where would Mama Heifetz lean? She would... Well, okay. I, I think that also what well, your brother's name is Michael, right? Michael, yeah. If if you and Michael had to be a Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey, who would be who? Um, I would be the center. He's more athletic than me. I definitely would not. <laughs> be I feel like, like personality wise, he's your hands. Who, who's Travis Kelsey personality wise? You probably got the him. podcast. No, I guess they him. both do. I, I don't. Yeah, exactly. They both at the pod. I don't know. Well, I can't sing. So yeah, you're I, the I think bombastic I've, podcast host. If, yeah. if I have to catch, it's him. If I have to sing, it's I can't sing. So I'm not just Kelsey. <laughs> okay. But to your point about the, my mom, I would say that my mom would root for equally. But in terms of, you know, the Harbaugh's when they were in the Super Bowl, the moms went to the losing locker room. Like that's what the parents did. If Michael lost the Super Bowl, he wouldn't want to talk to my mom. So she would just come <laughs> celebrate with me. Uh, you're you're you're. Uh, we're talking about a lot of winners here. You you haven't really mentioned one big one. Said loser Donnie Kelsey. Yeah, but you're, you're missing one. I can't I can't think of any. Like a true who could we mention? A true game changer. I think we're done yeah. with the winners. Kind of played a pivotal role. There was a point during the game move on? where Bill Barnwell tweeted something along the lines of Kadarius Tony has one snap so far. <laughs> we're like Our fuck. Running joke. <laughs> I, you want to know something? When this halftime came and he had, I think he had a target. Maybe <laughs> I was. I felt great. I felt. I was like. I feel no fear. Yeah. I Edwin, truly Edwin trust. Diaz doesn't come in until the ninth inning. That's right. So he our, he's the NFL version of a closer. He is. <laughs> Our running Kadarius Tony. So we're talking about my bandit of existence because the Giants <laughs> traded him away. And honestly, the only. I think. I really think this is true. Maybe New York fans can email us at infinityfootballgmail.com. I really think it's the only athlete that's left a team I love that I really, really like. Like I like I just was like I hate this guy. <laughs> like I can't remember oh feeling that way. And um, I, our running bit all week was Craig was like, he's going to have two touchdowns. And I was at, like, you know, he said at least one. At least one. No, sorry, it's at least two. It was two no, plus. No, he said at least two. And then I said, I'd like to bet under five snaps. And Craig was like, I don't see the problem. Yeah. You can win both. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Caleb. And he, kind of, he did that, basically. I, I said, I was like, has the Super Bowl MVP ever played less than 10 snaps? Because if he returned <laughs> that punt, if he finished those two yards. He wouldn't have won MVP. <laughs> But like he could have gotten, gotten votes. I will. I will admit this. I will admit this. 
He's not going to win over Mahomes. Kadarius, those two plays, the th- those three minutes changed the entire game. I mean, do you want to know the the most killer part of this whole thing? The Sky Moore touchdown. Yeah, which was it was literally. I don't know if it was identical, but it was almost it was basically the same concept as the as the first Tony touchdown where he ran basically faked like he was going to do a jet sweep and then hit the brakes and went outside and the defenders just didn't know where the hell he went. If they just had lined him up on the other side, Craig. <laughs> oh my God, Craig would have won a lot of money and he would maybe want MVP. W- when Tony scored, I just started laughing and then I was like, you know what? At least you two goons didn't see it because you guys were like going to get sausages or whatever. And no, I was we like, did. you know, at least Craig didn't see this. <laughs> Incorrect. And then you did. Yeah, because we were leaving and they were like marching down. And I was like, they're in the red zone. Tony's going to be in. And yeah. what happened? He comes trotting in, Edwin Diaz. <laughs> he comes in like two plays later. They go right at him. It's, I, it's, once honestly, again, Craig, Craig and I were like jump hugging, yeah. like in the, in the, on course somewhere. Like Steve Ballmer <laughs> on stage at the Microsoft thing. So that was we, me. We, That's how I felt in the Chiefs We weren't room. rooting in the press box, so I think it, we can skirt the rules, you know? Yeah, right. I hate that rule that you can't do that. But I love that. I just love that the Chiefs don't play him. But <laughs> yeah. every time he's in, they just give him the ball when he's in. He plays like eight snaps and gets he's, five touches every he, game. He's the black box on the airplane. Yeah. You're like, make the whole team out of it. Make the whole plane out of this. <laughs> What's going on? That's okay. Okay, so top 10 receivers. Where does he stand now? Probably four. Okay. Yeah. In the so, NFL, so it's like Devontae. Yeah. Oh, I thought we were talking all time. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I just meant this year. All right, one. <laughs> God. Legacy talk. The punt return was Tony. the pr- punt return is pretty electric, you gotta admit. Well, what's the Mount Rushmore of NFL players ever? So it's Tom Brady, <laughs> it's Brock Purdy, it's Joe Montana, and then Kadarius Tony. It's is- Brock Purdy because although he hasn't played in the Super Bowl, like he should have, and if he did, he would have been incredible. Easily. So we ought- if he we hadn't just got put hurt, him there. Yeah. they'd probably win 70 to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, wait, you know what? You know who actually was one of the biggest winners of this? Hmm. So the 49ers. All the 49ers who all week were like, Eagles suck. They're going to get exposed. Yeah, but are they, are they winners? Because the, the Eagles the look Eagles great. The Eagles look good. They looked awesome. That's true. They kind of lost like both ways. They lost both Because like, like yeah. Because so, they, they, they're all saying they're going to get exposed. And then people were like, you shouldn't say that. And Debo was like, why? I think they're going to lose. So it's like, they, they did, lost. They did give up a lot of points. But they did not get exposed. It I was, think the Niners' main point was the defense was going to get true. exposed. That's true. The defense let and up And the what, defense 31? gave up a lot of points. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, thirty-one, and and well, honestly, no, they didn't. They let up twenty-three because the, the punt return doesn't count to the two-yard line. That doesn't count. You can blame the special teams, but sure. the defense only gave up three touchdowns. Yeah, that's fair. So it's honestly, defense so it's a wash. pretty good. Call it a wash. Yeah, yeah but then you could say, also, though? but you could also say the only reason why they scored twenty-three points is because Mahomes never had the damn ball. Yeah, he <laughs> didn't have to go down and score more. Every like Mahomes was extremely efficient. Every time they got right. the ball, they I like mean, did something line, good. Mahomes was 21 of 27, yeah. 182 yards and three touchdowns. And again, a QBR out of 100, 96. So that's right. Pretty good. So I, I wouldn't consider 23 points as a, like a win for the Eagles right. defense because Mahomes didn't have the ball. Can we um can we do a, a little segment called um flex? Yeah, sure. Okay. So I you I just, talk about Jackie. I just got out. Of, yeah. Well, usually I talk about Jackie. <laughs> I um I just got out of the Chiefs locker room. Nice. It was awesome, dude. That was easily <laughs> the coolest thing I have ever done. I don't know what happened, but I basically just ended up celebrating with like the not. I wasn't celebrating. I was watching them celebrate. I felt like Steve Bomber, like <laughs> I'm just there, and then all these players. Check just, I Heifetz. Tag your Instagram. Yeah, my Instagram is um, it's at Danny Heifetz on Instagram, and I'm uh, it's my story. It's it's just I'm covered right now in champagne. And I think I smell like cigars. Do you consider yourself a Super Bowl champion, having been in that room? <laughs> no, but I honestly like, like when he's they, about as the same as Vic Fangio. <laughs> 
Wait, no, sorry. Yeah, wait, 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 we'll we'll get into that later. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you and sorry, that, wrong team. My you bad. and Melvin Gordon equally yeah, Super Bowl uh, champions. Ronald Jones, Heifetz, and Melvin Gordon, <laughs> John yeah. Ross are all Super John, Bowl champions. John Ross won a ring. So, well, you you tell me how close. I think it's like me. What's that Moneyball quote? There's 50 pounds of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then like there's us. That, yeah, exactly. And then it's like Mahomes. M- Melvin Gordon's probably closer to me than Mahomes. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm close to either. Did you get your hands on a bottle of champagne? No. I. I that seems like, you know. Dicey. Un- <laughs> it's, just, it's not my champagne. Don't do that. But, be, but like, dude, the I, I feel a little douchey being like, well, I was in the locker room. But I, dude, the <laughs> vibe of Patrick Mahomes, like, as Rihanna would say, the aura is insane. Yeah, like aura. I, I walked in there, aura, and it's kind of like it's aura. The New York aura. Accent. You said oh, I say aura. Oh, you said aura in the most New York way. aura, 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 aura. <laughs> Rita aura. Dolphins aura. <laughs> vibes. <laughs> anyway, vibes keep good. going. Just, yeah, I walk. Aura. So I, I go to the Chiefs locker room, and Mahomes wasn't there yet, back from his press conference. And the guys are in there, and they're like happy, but they're like smoking cigars. And honestly, a lot of them are like on their phones and like happy and like vibing, but they're sitting down. Patrick Mahomes walks into this locker room and like the lights in their eyes that flick on <laughs> and they're like, like he goes individually to every person and he, he walks in with the W like the championship belt and people are free, like, he walks in, they put the music on and they start dancing. Like the literally, honestly, you know what I thought of Kesha, like the party don't stop till I walk in. That was like literally you the chief locker room. Party don't start till I walk in. The what? Party don't start till I walk in. Yes. The yeah. party. Yeah. The party don't start. Um, but it was just sick. And then there's a moment like they kick all the reporters out and I'm like walking out and I turn on. He's just fine. stays in. Yeah, no, I just stayed there. So I'm, well, that's he, like, why classic high He like throws on a jersey. <laughs> yeah, no, I get one of those t-shirts. I took Melvin Gordon's. He wasn't using it. <laughs> like Noah Gray? Is that? <laughs> you could definitely pass for one of those guys. I don't know. Well, I think I could pass as Melvin Gordon just because I don't know if they know what he looks like. <laughs> yeah. John I, don't, Ross. I don't think they know he's on the team. John Ross, is that you? <laughs> uh, but uh, Mahomes is like finally like alone for what I imagine is the first time in like 10 hours or whatever and he's sitting in his locker room or sitting in his locker and he's just like alone he's looking at his phone and Clyde comes over who also Clyde like barely played uh, or didn't at all no he was yeah he was inactive and he uh, he went over and Clyde reaches over and like rips Mahomes' nameplate off the locker room and I think he just kept it <laughs> like I think he just kept the nameplate it's amazing good souvenir but it was a sick image because it was like every player sitting at their locker with their name and then Mahomes like just doesn't need the name that's awesome it that is sick. really cool actually. I think it, it's kind of fun to think about because we revere Mahomes you know like as outsiders but like his teammates probably worship that dude I, the, worship is the right yeah like I, dude two defenders who I will not name were literally sitting there and I kind of was just there and they were literally sitting next to each other and they were kind of talking out, dude, there's no reason we can't win the Super Bowl next year. Like we're going to like, and this they were is just the, like, the Alexander grape uh, analogy that I always yes. use with Tom Brady. Like his teammates literally think he's unkillable. Dude, yeah. You can't kill this fucking guy. <laughs> I mean, they broke his ankle, still played. What's that quote from the nice guys? I don't think I can die. <laughs> Did you just fall off the roof? Yeah. I don't <laughs> think I can die. Dude, <laughs> like the vibe of the conversation. <laughs> it was like, favorite. it was two of the, like the really young rookies on the Chiefs D. And they were basically like, dude, we just won the Super Bowl. We had no idea what we were doing. Like, we had no idea. Now, next year, we're going to know stuff. Can you imagine? Imagine Tony year two in the offense. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I, Craig is really staking his like reputation on Dude, Kadarius he's Tony. really fucking good. We have been talking it. about Kadarius Tony, and I was, oh, dude, it is nuts that he just like swung the Super Bowl. Craig, this was Craig a joke and I literally spent ago. 90 minutes looking for Kadarius Tony at the media night. That was like our, all we did. We've been talking about him for our three main goal. months. 
I'm dead serious. When it was when it was halftime and he had zero touches, I was like, I still feel good about it. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, I, he will play a role. I hate this. All right, we're going to halftime on the podcast. Uh, talking about Rihanna. The true winner of the game was Rihanna. Can I, um, she, it was, it was yeah. a sexual performance, to that say the That was the, the least. most... She did all... Like, uh, if you've ever wondered if you should follow your dreams, Rihanna just did, like, the best hits of her BDSM album in front of, like, 120 million people. She started this, the show with... Which we all tried to guess. We were way off. She started with Bitch Better Have My Money. And did they... I don't know if they Badass. bleeped it on TV. She said... bit Like, she was... Like, I, I assume they bleeped it. Yeah, I'm sure they did. But there's the, a delay. She did what was the, the middle song? She also did Wild Thoughts. Yeah, and um, well, that was, I didn't expect Wild Thoughts. No, that's well, not up there for me. That's it, not a Pantheon. I'm not song. sure I even recognized that one. It was just an, all the intent. It was it like, has the guitar riff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really can't good. remember, but yeah, yeah. It was um, very sexual, dude. It was such a good performance. I, I mean, this it I, was electric. First Super Bowl. This yeah. is the first time I've ever been to a football game that had a fucking musical act. And uh, <laughs> I feel like imagine like. If we were at the 13 to 3 Super Bowl and it's like cold play. And then we oh, get yeah. Rihanna yeah. descending down on this like cool floating She was square. So, like I, I I don't know how it looked on TV. I'd love to I'm gonna watch that later. Yeah. But like it yeah, was striking will. how okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I'm like at the hotel. It was Last night, no hotel room. scary <laughs> how high she was for a while there. Also, it looked like unless they were really see-through, it looked like there were no railings on those floating no, tiles. I, I she think there was, were they, wires. She, she was anchored to it. She was. Yeah, but I think still, there were wires that were like, like invisible she was anchors. Like 150 feet high or yeah, whatever. It was higher than that. Yeah. Because this is how high are goalposts? I assume we could Google that. Probably like 70, 60. Uh, she sounded great. Actually, 150 is probably right. She sounded great. I thought they did a fantastic job, like yeah. with the production. The, the watching the set being built was incredible. It took yeah. like five minutes. I can't they, like, believe they do it. And it's just the thing: yeah. the the this building of the set um, kind of destroyed the field. But honestly, worth it. Who who do we need players for? And then to be healthy, <laughs> why do we need healthy ACLs when we can have Rihanna perform? Also, we couldn't really see because like it, it's, it wasn't even our angle. Nobody in the stadium, you know, can see Rihanna that up close. You you see her on the the jumbotron if you want to get a close up of her. But after the performance, everybody on Twitter was like, Rihanna pregnant. My girl, yeah. my fiance texted well, no, no, me. No, not everyone. Flex. I don't think any man was attuned to this. That's facts. And all the women I know were like, Rihanna's <laughs> pregnant, like for sure. And I was like, yeah. all the men I know were like, really? We're like, mate, Liz, Liz texted me like, Rihanna pregnant? A lot of, a lot of, a lot of men me. mansplained. She's like, no, I, she's not pregnant. She was like, the zipper placement makes me believe pregnancy. And then, uh, what do you know? Her team announced right after the performance, she is pregnant. Nice. Baby number two. Congrats. It was a great performance. Also, I her loved it. holding up the rock at the end. It just was like this massive flex from Jay Z. Wasn't it was a it was a it wasn't like her wedding ring. It was a no. It was the rock. It was the Jay Z sign. Oh no! But she was flashing her ring too, right? They were oh, saying was she? she had a baby ring on or something. Oh, I don't know. A baby ring? Yeah. Again, way over my head. Listen, I don't Didn't know notice how the pregnancy. We were about one thousand feet away, but um, maybe I got the baby thing wrong. Baby ring wrong. Somebody said something about baby ring, mother ring. I don't know. What was your favorite song from that? <laughs> it's called Mother Ring. Mother, oh, mother, mother ring. ring. That's awesome. What was my favorite song? Um, Dude, the opening with Bitch Better Have My Money was an insane way to start a Super Bowl halftime show. That's like a crazy. Also, the diamonds at the end. Oh, the diamonds at the end with the flashlight. That I Diamonds a, was really cool. I decided to have Phil Knight hate me when took a video of the thing that has like 100 cameras on it with the, the diamonds because everyone took their flashlights out. I was like, yeah. this is the thing where my video will actually be like, more comp like I, I took a video of the song that was insane with yeah. everyone having their flashlights out for she did umbrella a little bit that was cool i was gonna say i think umbrella was my favorite just because i don't know it, and hit, I thought, it hit the hardest i thought jay-z was gonna come out because she yeah. did run this town into umbrella no jay-z honestly out. 
kind of a flex that she's like, I'm good on guests. All by myself. I like, don't need it other honestly people. really felt like a statement night for yeah. Rihanna. Like, I haven't been around in a while, but like, I am one of the biggest pop stars like yes. in the history of music. Yes. I think she's sold the second most albums of any female artist ever. And yeah, it just... It was perfect. Rihanna. It was awesome. Also, Chris Stapleton crushed the national anthem. Yeah, man. I cannot believe he went under. Barely. Shit felt like it was taking forever. Not in a bad way, but like, I was like, this is definitely going over. I thought also a lot of people like, like to like bury national anthem singers. It's always like really highly critical. I feel like he crushed it. Yeah. And made me proud to be an American. Also, how did, I, I assume this is because they do all the rehearsals beforehand, but like they timed it so the jets flew over. Oh my God. At the exact perfect moment. As soon as he said, how the hell did they do that? You know what? I, I had two thoughts during well, like, this. Like, what are they doing before that? <laughs> are they Just circling? Hovering. Yeah, dude, I had two thoughts. I couldn't this. hear them before they came up. Like uh, the math on that, the script like, was good. It's like Apollo the, Eleven. Uh, Stapleton Apollo knew exactly how many seconds he needed to hit, and so the planes <laughs> timed it. Yeah, the planes timing—that's insane. <laughs> and then I thought about it. I was like, I guess that's kind of their thing, right? Yeah, sure. Like timing. Well, yes, but I, <laughs> I timing planes. Here's the thing: I don't know how they do it. No, so but I, I, was no, I had the same thought of just yeah. like it was flawless. Like it could yeah. not possibly like, have been better timing. Genuinely. Is someone in? Are they listening to it in in the sky? Right. <laughs> they batch it. Is through. somebody like kind of like listening to Stapleton? Yeah, but and that like, timing like, um, that even is hard. No, I was wondering. Yeah, who's the production assistant, executive producer who's talking to someone who's talking? Like, who is in charge of? Who's on the field? Like, yeah, I'm the guy timing up like the the stanzas to the like the military right. base ten miles from like, here. Like, all right, he just landed the free, so go. <laughs> like, I, I, I'd love to know if anyone knows how that works. Yeah. Please oh let my me god, know. email us at ringerfantasyfootballgmail.com. Like, is it as simple as like, yeah, they just like radio up to the jet and they're like, he's about ten seconds away, get going. Do you think they just have a feet? Well, no, because even if, I, I don't know. I don't know they do. <laughs> That's so. Imp I guess they just know how any, long it takes. What were the planes? There was like a F sixteen and a Raptor. There's a couple other ones I can't remember. Oh, I don't there were Eagle. four in a diamond. Did, I, did you know the planes? But you're, I know you're I a father. I used to build models when I was a little guy. kid, so that's how I knew that. I don't know. I didn't catch them all, though. I think there was four. Sorry if you guys hear, like, metals clanging. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're, they're literally, up like, the stadium, breaking right down around the stadium. Us, yeah. I think that's actually John Ross's bones being scattered. <laughs> Can we also um, say that during the national anthem... Uh, I'm sure this was caught on camera. Nick Sirianni was like fucking bawling. Oh, the No Sean Marino <laughs> Award for fucking dude, bawling, dude. I, I'm not gonna lie. I it was saw on that. the big screen here. <laughs> I saw that. And Craig was like, "Eagles gonna win." I saw that and was like, "Eagles gonna lose." Well, I was like, "Eagles by ten." The second I saw that, <laughs> and then they went out and immediately like marched down the field, scored, and I was like, "Uh oh, dude." Sirianni, yeah. I respect a man who can cry in front of like literally the biggest audience possible. But he was, yeah, it was, he was, it was like, I got swept up in the moment. It was more than the No Sean Moreno teardrop because that was like one gigantic singular <laughs> tear. That was like, I didn't know like, tears could be Sirianni that Sirianni was weeping. He was like legit weeping. You know how like when you're, when you're like holding in a fart when you're on a date and then the second the girl gets out of the car, you just unload. <laughs> that was like what No Sean Moreno's eye was doing. It was like holding on to all the water. It's like, we're not going to cry. And then it just unloaded all at once. <laughs> so with Sirianni, I respect a man who can be vulnerable at the same time. We were trying not to laugh. Yeah, we all laughed. We all we were all trying we were to like, laugh. Holy shit. We were like, wow, there's like, a lot. The song's not that good. His eyes are just like <laughs> bloodshot. <laughs> Settle down, dude. It's a football game. Uh, but Craig, oh my God. Craig, you like the national anthem. I thought Stapleton killed it. Yeah. He really it did. It was good. All right. We're going to get to the Eagles. But first, this episode is brought to you by Crown Royal. Speaking of Crown Royal, you may have caught their Super Bowl ad with Dave Grohl. It was fantastic. Thanking Canada for all the things people didn't know were invented by Canadians. Today was, of course, the biggest football Sunday of the year. The Battle of the Kelsey Brothers and Two Young Quarterbacks. It's an event known around the world, and some have been known to call it American football, especially if they're soccer fans. But did you know football was actually invented in Canada? Hmm. 
Buckle up, because what we now know as football started in an 1874 game between Harvard and McGill, a famous Canadian university, and in 1875, Harvard played Tufts using the same rules, and in 1876, Walter Camp, now known as the father of American football, codified the rules of the sport. Mm. So I guess football's Canadian. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. Hmm. Does this mean we have to respect Canada now? I oh, shot have. down the balloon, I, too. I almost live in Canada, so I respect Canada. Yeah, you're you're kind of French. Like 20-something miles from I took the a trip to Banff once. It was I loved it. Yeah. Shouts out Canada. Big winner, Whistler, Canada. Blackcomb, great place. Yeah. Vancouver, cool town. <laughs> sure. Should we keep going or no? Uh, Seth okay. Rogen, Canadian. <laughs> oh, yeah. Justin oh, Bieber. Yeah. Great. Quick Wait, quick draft for Thank Canadians? You. Quick draft, quick draft. Rogan. Jim Carrey, I don't know. Um, Take Drake. RJ Bear. Oh, Drake. Yeah, Drake, good one. Who? Drake. <laughs> you heard of him? Good. I got good. it. He got it. Bieber. Oh, Bieber's Canadian. Yeah. Uh, Gosling. Celine Dion. Gosling's Canadian. Celine Dion's Canadian. Oh, that's a great one. We're kind of crushing it right now. Definitely want to thank Canada for that, which is really what the Crown Royal ad is all about, being thankful. Love that about them. Crown Royal, live generously and life will treat you royally. Please drink responsibly. All right, Eagles. Um, Eagles were not frauds. No, you know, I, yeah. I, if, if we had to give out a loser... I really don't think anyone on the field, I guess you could say Miles Sanders, but I don't think anyone was game. really yeah. a loser. The Eagles played incredibly. I actually think more highly of them than I did going into this game. And I, I think these are going to be the two best teams in the league heading into next season. Yeah. Yeah. I think that so many times, I think we forget how football is almost impossible. Not just to be great, but to maintain greatness. There's a reason that like one team can do it like every decade or two. It's just so hard. And this is the first Super Bowl I've seen where I'm like, I think both these teams can do it next year. Usually it's like they always fall off. And again, with the caveat that Eagles, 22 starters in this game. That's usually the reason. We look back at every Super Bowl, like Bengals, Rams last year. Those are the two healthiest teams in the NFL. These right here, Chiefs, Eagles. These are like the two healthiest teams in the NFL. But health is kind of the only thing that can stop these. Like there's no, honestly, neither of them are losing like, crazy players like they were going to lose guys that you saw tonight but Eagles are going to lose uh, their offensive coordinator yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll get some brain drain and their going defensive on with the coordinator or yeah. no. I don't know I I've, haven't seen it officially if anyone was hired or not but yeah um, they're going to lose some coaching I just some coaching staff but I can't tell you how impressed I was with Jalen Hurts yeah. oh my god I, he was fucking fantastic tonight other than the fumble which you know it happens yeah. but I don't think he missed the throw. He was threading the needle. The, the throw to Goddard in the corner. That throw to Goddard was incredible. That throw to Goddard we, was the best throw. So of the night. we have the end zone, end zone view because we were basically our the auxiliary box was just below the giant jumbo screen at the very I don't know which end of it's the Eagles end of the yeah. of the field, and so we could see it's like he threaded the needle between two defenders. He number one he lofted it up just high enough so the first defender the lower defender could not get to it, and then Goddard went up and reeled it in like very close to not being a catch, but. That was amazing. It was his, like maybe his best throw all day. His deep balls were great. He, I don't know. He just plays so smart, consistent, like such a powerful runner. He had a throw to uh, Devontae Smith that was amazing too that they overturned. All his deep yeah. balls were perfect. I mean, he really was sensational tonight, like in every aspect. I have no notes on Jalen Hurts. It was also really cool as the Ringer Fantasy Football Show to have the Super Bowl feature like two of the best three quarterbacks in fantasy. Absolutely. Like, yeah. How many? You said he had like 40-something points in fantasy. He had fantasy. 41 fantasy points for <laughs> Jalen Hurts. This... this, this I think that this is the future, like what we're just saying. Steven, we were next to Steven and Sulk in the in the press box. Steven at one point turned to me and was like, you think Tom Brady could run out of these fucking offenses? <laughs> like, yeah. And I was like, dude, like, I, it, here's the thing. Hertz was amazing in this game. And even then, I say this as a compliment, he can still get better because the deep passing was like solid, but like he could still get better because uh, the A.J. Brown touchdown, honestly, 
Trent McDuffie kind of fucked that up. Like, that was double coverage, and his job was to stay on the outside. And he was like, but what if I was in the middle? And then he was like, uh-oh. And he threw one deep ball into double coverage with yes. A.J. Brown. That was incomplete. So yeah. He got the touchdown, and then one was incomplete. Could have been two picks. But having said that, he got the big touchdown, A.J. Brown. Uh, but, like, this game to me is... The, the, the Eagles, after a thousand years of missing receivers, Devontae Smith was worth it. A.J. Brown trade was worth it. And then Jalen Hurts, man, like, I... I again, this... This is not a backhanded compliment. This is high school football. And that's a compliment in that they have dragged the concepts at high school that dominate with like, you know, simplicity and superior athleticism. Be like, if you master the simplicity of this, like we're unbeatable. That's how this offense felt. And it's like, I don't know. You're going to, I feel like there were a lot more Jalen Hurts coming to the NFL. Like more than yeah. future Patrick. Like teams are looking for the next Mahomes, Zach Wilson, disaster. It's like, don't look for Mahomes. He's an alien. But Jalen Hurts, to me, is like the future of what teams should want the thing, and the leadership. The other thing that struck me about the Eagles offense and just the Eagles in general this game is it did feel like in addition to like playing with an extra person on offense because they, they do the run the read option and, you know, like basically you're blocking you're, you're blocking a defender with nobody because of the read yeah. option or whatever. So they like pull out an extra off offensive player more or less because of that. They also have a way of like extracting an extra down it feels like compared to most teams 100%. because of the because of the way that they and Craig kept being like or, or you know whoever every time we were, we saw this they were like they'd run on like a third and eight and Craig would be like wow that's pretty bold they're running on third and eight I'm like but that's because they're probably going to keep going on fourth down like this is basically they're looking at it like two downs to get eight yards I mean how many third and ones and third and twos and fourth and ones and fourth and twos did they convert tonight just by like getting up to the yeah. line and just like stuffing it forward? I mean, yeah. the Chiefs, Chiefs almost lost this game because Andy Reid went for them or kicked the field goal yes. fourth and two that yes. doinked. We didn't even, I mean, that would be a game-altering play. But to your point, DK, when we worked with Michael Lombardi earlier, he always talked about teams like the 2017 Eagles that played Canadian football and that you really want to get your first downs on first or second down. Oh, Oh, they, wow. they, they just, just turned, turned the lights, the lights, lights. Are off. <laughs> there's a shocking amount of people still on the field. Dude, there's like, a, there's like I think they're trying to get people, rid of them, but they're not. <laughs> it's like you turn the lights on players. at the bar. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, I think they let like the uh, <laughs> lingers. I think the VIP people ended up on the. It's just <laughs> linger. Oh man. Uh, so, uh, sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> no, you're good. In Canadian football, you only get three downs. So yeah. So you get a first or second, yeah, yeah. and then you have to punt on third. And it was like the good teams. You know, you want to get your first down, first, second, not even worry about third. And the Chiefs did that a lot tonight. The Eagles try to do that, but then they go for it on fourth. So they're like trying to play Canadian football. They actually just play like next level football. Like they have four downs to go 10 yards. I think not it, math, it, you only need two and a half yards down. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it, it does to me like completely change. Not only does it change like the math of like how many yards you have to get on each particular play, but it like change it. Third down no longer feels like so critical. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like for most teams, yes. almost every team in the NFL. Oh. Lights, Lights are back, back on. on. All right. For most teams in the NFL, almost every team in the NFL, like third down is the most critical down. Because if yes. you don't get it, you're punting, you're giving up a possession, you're giving the ball back to Patrick Mahomes in this case. And But like for the Eagles, it, was, it felt like, oh yeah, third down, like we can just run our stuff. We can, we don't have to be too crazy on third down. We don't have to push it into like double coverage. You know, we can just do our thing. You know what it does? It turns third down into a Saturday instead of a Sunday. <laughs> it's a three-day weekend. You don't get yeah. the scaries. It's a three-day yeah. weekend. Dude, DK, if there is one part, I, I think you're so on the money, DK, and I actually would say, if there is one part of this podcast, other than Kadarius Tony being a <laughs> Mount Rushmore football player, that we look back on five years from now and we're like, that was right, 
I think it's what DK just said. Of like, so, it's, it's a three day weekend. Think about how you plan your day on a Sunday when you know you have work on Monday. You're, you're not leaving the house. You're doing chores. You're being super you conservative. You, can't, you don't want to yeah. drink too much. Saturday, completely different vibe. And that's oh, yeah. what third down turns into when you know you're going to go for it on fourth. It's an extra day off. Well, no, I think it's third is Sunday. It's a Sunday scaries. And then when they go from fourth, it's like, oh, it's President's Day. Oh, sure. Same same concept. Like, you, you have, you have a <laughs> you day have off in front day. of you, yes. is my it, point. But, yeah, and it's... Uh, you know what? Blow, big, kiddo, big picture for a second. The Eagles have now, I mean, won in 2017 and then 2022. The things that have swept football... And I'm I'm fascinated by this. Are intrinsic, like intuitive, to anyone who plays Madden. The three big trends are passing over running, mobile quarterbacks, and going fourth down. Fourth down. And those are the three big trends of the 21st century. And it's like none of them is rocket science. It's passing because seven yards is worth more than four. And then running. It's like if you've ever played Madden, you're like, oh shit, this play didn't work. You know what I mean? You just go and you just get it anyway. So you're telling me eight year old me was really Dude, kind <laughs> ahead of, of, of the game. But uh, you know you're what I'm basically saying? Andy Reid. Yeah, but prophetic. Then going for, the idea that a possession's more valuable than the field position is so intuitive if you play the game. And the Eagles, I think, still almost won this game because they did that. Well, and that's, I think what I was also getting to is, man, I would have loved to have seen them have the ball, have yeah. a chance to go back and score, you know? Because, yeah. number one, so they could have obviously driven down the field, but they, two, they could have gone for a two-point conversion if they had scored a touchdown. You know, say they had to, like, tie the game up or whatever. Well, they would have been down three. Well, no, I'm saying if they had had a chance to, like, match, you know, based on everything that happened. Because... McKinnon basically slid because they had Oh, no, yeah, yeah, You, sure, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yes, if, they, yes. if, if the Chiefs had scored a touchdown, it would have been great to have seen what would have happened if they had a chance to get the ball because that would have been... Yeah, can like you imagine insane. if Sirianni goes for two to, to, win, to win the Super Bowl? Yeah. Uh, I, uh, Nick Sirianni is who Brandon Staley wants to be. Like, when I scored honest. that two-point conversion, it Dude, did not look like he was take. getting in. What'd you say? Nick Sirianni is who Brandon Staley wishes he was. <laughs> That's accurate. Yeah. I, I just I, love the aggressiveness, yeah. I actually think Andy Reid, they won this game... I hate to God. I think you know this is true because I'm saying it. Kadarius Tony bailed Andy Reid's ass out because. <laughs> and I'm I intrigued. <laughs> if the Chiefs lose this game, I was from six to midnight. <laughs> go on. The Chiefs lose this game. What are we talking about with Andy Reid? It's that he didn't go for him fourth and two with Mahomes when the Eagles would have been like three for four. And also, whatever the box score says, they're not counting a fourth and two where the Eagles drew an offsides, so they had an extra fourth down from whatever the box score says, and then. When the the Chiefs scored and they uh, and they were up seven, they kicked the field the extra point. They should have gone for oh, two yes, and go up nine yes, yes, yes. because there's no downside. It's like the Eagles were going two yard conversion. Their odds must have been four out of five chance to get it. So not to get too game theory, but if you go if you are up seven, you kick the extra point, you go up eight. Well, they're going to go for two. They're probably going to get it, and they did. It was easy. It was like untouched. But if you go for two and you get it, you're up nine. That's two possessions. Yeah. If you go for two and you miss it, you're up seven. They're probably not going to go for two. Agree. They're I probably going to match anyway. Mm -hmm. So I actually think Andy Reid, if they, I, like, I, I kind of think that the there would have been a lot of meat left on the bone. I don't know. I, I I think there's something there. Bailing out is a strong way of putting it, maybe. Just yeah, bailing out Based on the way that it's Strong, all. but accurate. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Uh, speaking of the Eagles, um, should we have a moment of silence for Miles Sanders? Yeah, what? I mean, the, the weird part of this game is that the Eagles ran the ball like shit. It, yeah. Jalen Hurts ran for over 70, but that's well. it. Yeah. That, that, I think that that's a, a decision that the Chiefs made is we actually want Jalen Hurts to run. And we want to see if he'll take... Uh, this game was like in a modern way physical. It wasn't like Steelers-Ravens 2009. 
But holy shit, did the Chiefs beat the crap out of Devontae Smith. Oh my DK God. and I were saying yeah. this. Remember, DK, we were walking around media night on Monday. All the players were like on the floor with us. And both of us, I mean, this means nothing, but we were like, <laughs> Chiefs are bigger than the Eagles. Yeah. Chiefs just seem bigger. All their players are bigger. This is big guys. Big boys. Yeah. But they were basically like, yeah, okay, cool. Let let your Jalen Hurts get creamed. And he did. He, he did great. Same but- with Devontae Smith got killed oh a couple God. times and was, yeah. and was beat up in this game. He left once, came back. Like He, he was really so beat looking, up too. So the, if, let's see if I can do math live on air. The Eagles running backs had 17 carries for a resounding 45 yards. Yeah, so they three <laughs> under three yards a carry. I mean, that's... Yeah. Uh, well, the weird thing was, so going back to Sanders real quick, he just kind of seemed to disappear. He fumbled. Technically, he didn't lose it. But he fumbled and he lost yards on the first carry of the game. I don't he know. He's like that, right on the sideline. Yeah, I don't know if that, that affected anything. But then he also had that play where he caught the ball, turned, fumbled. Technically, didn't fumble because he did, they didn't count it as a catch. That turned into a, what would have been a touchdown if they hadn't overturned it. Like he just didn't look good. Like this game, and they were using uh, Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott a lot. Like maybe that was just based on the way that they wanted to use those guys in the passing game, but. Um, Miles Sanders you know, going to free agency. DK, do you even think he's an impressive guy? Like, would you? I mean, he certainly didn't help his case with this game, especially since there was basically like a three team or a three running back rotation. He's they, probably like, just another guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I don't think he's going to get paid, especially or like huge dollars in a, in a year where there's a lot of really good running backs and a lot of really good running back. In, sorry, in free agency and in the draft, it's going to be hard to. It's going to be hard for me to see him get like big bucks. He's still youngish. I think he's like 25, 26. Yeah. AJ Brown's uh so I have to, I also have to Eagles fans have been mad at me. I got to Is that right? They've been reaching out. I just assume. Okay. Because we well actually no, I, it's not an assumption. It's cuz Chris Ryan DM'd us from London to say like I'm going to physically harm you about what you said <laughs> about the Eagles. Yeah. Um <laughs> While we're talking about frauds, we've been talking about the Eagles being frauds. Dude, Chiefs fans kind of frauds. You know what? You're right. Cheese friends are frauds. I love How this. many years? Just so for, them out. forever, it was like Seattle, loudest crowd in America. Yeah. And then like, you know, the Seahawks got worse. And then the Chiefs were like, hey, we're just as loud. Maybe we're louder. And like, I guess right. Arrowhead is a loud place. In this stadium. The, this it, was an Eagles home game. It, yeah. it, the, if you used your eyes, 50-50. I don't if even know about that. If you used your ears, it was 80-20 Eagles. It was 100. This felt like a home game for Philadelphia. Yeah. It was unbelievable. There was times when uh, when the Eagles were on offense and it was like deathly silent yeah. in here. Yes. Like that's when the, the crowd is usually supposed to be trying to that get really first loud. Touch, affecting, that first touchdown like, drive Philly yeah. had, my brother texted me watching it. He's like, that's the loudest roar I've ever heard yeah. like from the television on a neutral site game. It's really weird because, again, at the media night, the Chiefs fans were by far Wait, I'm louder. sorry. There's a massive horde of Chiefs fans coming to murder us. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that. It's, it's, it's just a, some sort of They're food coming. cart. Okay. Um, well, but yeah, uh, like during media, during media night, Chiefs fans, by far louder. Super Bowl night. I There was moments where it was legit, like, silent. Also, like, I didn't... Every time we went to the bathroom, the entire bathroom was just filled with Eagles fans. I was like, are there Chiefs <laughs> yeah. fans here at the stadium? I was going to say, like, the Eagles fans, from the moment we walked in, it was just like, E-A-G-L-E-Eagles! Yeah. Like, but it... There were no even Chiefs fans that were even responding like go oh, like it just they, they just let them be. Does it make you think that every team needs a chant? Well, the Chiefs have their <laughs> issues with this, sure. So, but like in general, know. like the fact that they can do they the, have like the so- fly, they have like fly soccer chants and, and the E A G L E S thing. Do you think every team needs one to really have it like a strong fan? It base? would help. Yes. 
That's I feel like every team's marketing. I don't think team like get on that. The Seahawks don't have that. My team, I've never had that with my team. But as you far have as like there's there's you have twelve man vibes of a stadium. Yeah, but that's not a chant. I know, but it's like at least you have a thing. We I mean, you're thing, the loudest yeah. stadium in America. I think you got to figure it out. Like, what are Bengals fans think? Who day? Oh uh, yeah, they well, say that's who the day. question. Are you actually loud as Seahawks fans, or are you frauds that just play in a stadium designed to keep noise? They pump in noise. Yeah, could any could any group of people that just fill the stadium and do it? I think uh, I don't know. Going back to the the Super Bowl where they beat the Broncos, they beat the pants off the Broncos. I think that was really loud for Seahawks like, fans. Like, what do the Falcons fans do? What's their thing? Know. What do the Giants have? Uh, uh, it's well, it's go G men. Oh and yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, but we're talking with the Eagles. This is like a full-on song, essentially. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, well they have a song. Yeah. Anyway, and they, have, and they have Go Birds, which I've heard. Go Birds! Oh my god, just an incessant amount. Seventy-five hundred yeah. times this week. <laughs> also, did, did you I, love it? I gotta say, Chiefs fans a little bit more, a little bit more reasonable people. Let's just say <laughs> that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Polite from the heartland. Just a, a little less passionate than Eagles fans. Let's just say that. Ooh, that's the world is backhanded compliment. I mean, the world's probably a better place that Philadelphia lost, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on outside the stadium right now. Oh, here's here's my other question. <laughs> what do they do with what all they the walk out to? What do they do with all the Crisco greased poles in Philadelphia now that no one's going to climb them? They just leave that there. I guess that must be gnarly. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite by Oracle. As your business grows, you might start seeing some lag. There's too much work for your team, too many different processes, and it takes forever to close the books. If this sounds like you, you should know these three numbers, 37,000, 25, and one. 37,000 is the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. It's a cloud financial system that can help streamline accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25, that's how many years NetSuite has been helping businesses do more with less, and one because your one-of-a-kind business deserves a customized solution for your KPIs. It's like when you come here for this podcast or when you check out your favorite website to gather all the info you need to make better decisions for your fantasy leagues. Well, NetSuite does that for your business and then some. It's one efficient system, one source of truth with everything you need to grow. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash ringer. That is netsuite.com slash ringer. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC slim fit trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just... Once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. While we're here, I don't know how we didn't get to this. I, I, it, it's actually good that we haven't edited this yet. Because it didn't affect the game too much. The field was a catastrophe. Yeah, yeah people were it was a sucked. slip and slide out there. Like it's good that there was no big play, but yeah. we were really close to like. Uh, I, I feel like it was like a thing in the first half. The second half, they come out. There were three plays in a row where like the person People near falling down. near yeah. the ball or trying to tackle the guy with the ball just fell. Yeah, yeah. 
And was it like, was it because of the halftime show? Like, well, no. So, all right. So this is maybe nuts. partly, but no, but it's about the sod father as Roger Sherman called him. So the real, uh, the guy the, who sodded the grass. Yeah. Before all this happened, someone could tweet out the real Super Bowl MVP tonight is George Toma. He's 94 years old, has been a groundskeeper for a, a lot of times, prepared fields for 37 Pro Bowls, several World Series and every single Super Bowl in history. And his name's the sod father. Um, I think name. he's going to be sunsetted. <laughs> Because um, of this game. Because of this game. Okay. But did you see there was a Layoffs story that... have been crazy these days. They've been... <laughs> another, another layoff. 94%. 6% of this grounds cap, <laughs> groundskeeping staff. Yeah. The... Did you see that they... Roger be, Goodell to lay off one employee. <laughs> the sod father. Making cuts. <laughs> Making cuts. They've been growing this grass or something for like two years, specifically for this game. Are you serious? It was like, it was like their new experimental... Here, let me pull it and up. And it was like a wet, sloppy mess. No, let me pull it up. This is crazy. There were pictures of... Like a giant bucket full of shoes because all the players had to like change their shoes midway. Yeah, Hyvitz, you found this out yeah. during the game. The Eagles so, were changing cleats every quarter. Well, they were like, yeah, they change cleats. It's like, oh, look, it hurts with the Jordan Style. stuff. It's like, no, Style it's like it. their cleats are Im unusable. They're taking them off. So uh, it's golf grass. They're like experimenting. They were, it's huh. turf is well, Tahoma. covered in beer from waste management. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Among other things. Yeah, Tahoma 31. And what else? One of the newer breeds of grass developed with the funding of the USGA, the United States Golf Association, a mix of Bermuda grass and rye grass developed at Oakland State University. It's basically a big PR thing that they were trying to brag, and now everyone's like, it was a disaster. Wow. That's, but um, that's they've been blowing, growing this for a long time, and it was like, they were like, oh, this awful. would be great for football. So they should the never do it Players from both teams were complaining about it after the game. Yeah, it was a disaster. But that All wasn't right. the only thing about State Farm uh, Stadium that we wanted to complain about. So... <laughs> While when we walked in, <laughs> DK was DK was mad. classic me move. DK's worst nightmare. <laughs> the no, when we get in, number one, it was easy-ish to get into the stadium, so that was great. Well, we got here year. four and a half hours early. <laughs> yeah, which Craig was. You know, like DK's like the dad who takes his kids to the airport like six hours before the flight, <laughs> and you get through security in like twenty minutes. Like, well, it's, at least we're here. Yeah, we don't have to stress. You know, what's now. super relatable complaining about being at the Super Bowl. Early, <laughs> I had to spend five hours at yeah, the game before the game him. even began. It was too long, in my opinion. <laughs> God damn it, Craig. Anyway, we got in the stadium easily. I wanted to scroll my phone in my hotel room. That's like, <laughs> could have had a nice breakfast. <laughs> we left at 11 30. Well, we could have a nice brunch. <laughs> Instead, um, I had some. <laughs> you know who didn't need to get here so early? Craig. Melvin Gordon and Ronald Jones. They, didn't need to, they, they could have gotten brunch. I probably got here earlier than Ronald Jones. <laughs> that's actually, that's think actually true, that. I think, probably. If we're here earlier than the players, we're here too early. <laughs> um, anyway, back to what I was going to say. My, my initial reaction was State Farm Stadium. Superior to the $11 billion state, SoFi Stadium, which was at the Super Bowl was at last year. Last year's Super Bowl, trying to get around the stadium was an absolute clusterfuck. Oh my God. The concourses don't connect to each other. You hid my Apple Watch and I had to go down. It took me an took, hour and a yeah. half to get it back. Well, that's not the whole story. The, your Apple Watch got stuck in the radar. Or, sorry, the not the radar, but the, the flaps security, the security thing, we don't the x-ray machine. And so Heifetz goes all the way up to the press box, realizes Apple Watch is missing. He looks and finds it. He has to, but like... The stadium is set up so like forty minutes to get just outside. Crazily, the there, there's no direct route to anything. It's like LA's freaking freeways. Super Bowl security. <laughs> it took him like he had to take the four hundred five down and get on the get on the one hundred one. Go back <laughs> home where California. you belong. <laughs> anyway, tell me what about the Super doing? Bowl. What happened? Uh, I don't even know the story. What are you talking about when so you my, got in? 
my initial reaction was, this is great. We can just walk around the stadium so easily. It's awesome. Oh. And that was the last moment in the entire day that, yeah, I thought, out, so, that I thought that this stadium was good. It turns out the stadium's actually more similar to LA because the entire like walkways are just like the 405 freeway. <laughs> Dude, yeah, there was a... It was unsafe. There was an actual like <laughs> problem with just congregating people in the concourses. They were like... I was worried like there was going to be massive like riots, fights. They were just all getting well, smushed together. We got to paint a picture. It was... In front of the auxiliary press, no one cares about this, but we'll talk about it. In front of the auxiliary <laughs> press box, 16, it was funny. It's <laughs> behind one of the end zones. There's a basically a walkway, and it, I'm not shitting you. It was 12 people deep, in infinitely. It was just as literally as far as the eye could see, 12 people deep for probably, I mean, you know, 70 yards of people moving a foot every couple seconds. There were like, it, it was, was just awful. like gridlock, and there were it was so it was anyway. Eagles fans were getting really upset. Security had to step in and like create like a human chain of people to keep one side going one direction and the other side going the other. And they were like freaking out. Like it was like a legit problem for a while there. So anyways. Otherwise, um, we just want to, should we do uh, we, attending a Super Bowl? Yeah. Do you guys want to talk about nice things? Or do you, should we do it was like... A great, it was an awesome experience. Uh, I thought it was really cool. It, you know, I, the only tough parts is like, I wish I didn't have to pee. Like I, I, I almost would <laughs> yeah, but that's say like that, any game. But I almost would say you should treat a Super Bowl like a flight. Like if you don't like getting up to pee on the plane because you're sitting in the window seat, like just, just like yeah, dry yourself out the night before <laughs> because it sucks. And you know what else is tough about the stadium? There's no TVs on the inside of the stadium. Did you notice that? If you're if you're going to the bathroom trying to buy food, there's no TVs on the in wall. The you don't know what's going on in the game. <laughs> so that's tough. Um, but we well, just opened this up so you could talk about how great it is to be at the stadium. With that one. said, <laughs> it was an uh, experience I will never forget. Yep. And the 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 vibe in here, the electricity, it's palpable. It's amazing. It's I mean, it's incredibly cool that we get to go to this. Yeah, it's yeah. super fun. I feel like anytime you do anything live, the difference is you can like feel everything in your chest. Like the bass of the music hits. Dude, yeah. Like the fireworks hit. The airplanes yeah. flying over. It's like the so much fucking louder than you could imagine. I also think the crazy. spectacle of the halftime show, because on TV, it's like they got to cut between like, you got to get a close up of Rihanna, this and that. Yeah. We're always just getting like the bird's eye kind of like view of everything. Yeah. And it is really cool. You feel like well, everybody it's pulls a, their flashlights it's out. It's literally like the exact, you know how people were talking about how uh, when LeBron hit that shot, everybody's recording it on their phones. It's like the difference of being there versus like watching it on TV is so, so dramatic. It's just, it, it attacks your senses. It's so cool. Like you're almost overwhelmed by Stings all the, the nostrils. Yeah, it's, it's I will amazing. say I did have to kind of like it, tell myself to stay off my phone a little bit because I, you end up, you, you don't realize how much you look at your phone during a game. Yeah. And there'd be a time where I'd like look down and I like missed a run. Play, right. and I was like, okay, I got it. Like I stopped the tweeting, phone just like literally watch the game. <laughs> right. And you, you can write down your thoughts in between, but like do your best to stay off social media, which I tried to do today. Yeah. You get why Phil Knight hates all of us. <laughs> yeah. All right. Was that a sign that Bronny is going to Oregon? Who knows? He was sitting next to him. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, interesting. Uh, we didn't hit Vic Fangio. <laughs> so Vic Fangio, <laughs> who was the head coach of the Broncos. <laughs> yes. And has was not employed this year. Right. And uh, at least I thought. And then there was the ESPN story <laughs> that came out that said, Eagles hired Vic Fangio after the Eagles game. To just like come on in, consult. After the 49ers game? Sorry, after the 49ers game, they yeah. the Eagles hired Vic Fangio, defensive-minded Vic Fangio, to come in and just like consult the Eagles on how to beat the Chiefs because like <laughs> Vic Fangio's been in the AFC West, like he's seen the Chiefs a lot. And apparently, 
if they would have won today, he would have gotten a ring. Despite the fact that Vic Fangio was hired to be the defensive coordinator of the fucking Dolphins <laughs> long ago before getting hired to be this Niners consultant, yeah. which I did not know was allowed. <laughs> so it was much funnier before, but just thinking it was two weeks. But so he, I guess Vic Fangio was consulting for the Eagles like all year. And just kind of, it's a thing a lot of coaches do, like they're unemployed and they're like, oh, let me just consult and get my life together. And then, but the part Making that's millions. Wild. Get my life together. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. But the part that's wild, it's like he takes the Dolphins job and then he just keeps the other one. I'm like, I didn't know they had like a side business policy for NFL. Mike McDaniel's like, yeah, he worked for us, but like you can just... We're, it's weird to be on and two think, staffs at once. I think they maybe changed his title after the Niners game because ESPN made it sound like the Eagles hired Vic Fangio the day after the Niners game to be like, great, Come can on you in. help us with the Chiefs? We yeah. know you have another job, but like, whatever. I think they were going to let him go and then the Eagles made the Super Bowl against the team that he was in a division against for like four years and they're yeah. like, uh, can we work? My guess is that because the Eagle, the Dolphins are playing the Eagles this year, it was basically like, yeah, sure, like two more weeks and they'll show Vic everything, but yeah, wow. If he'd gotten a ring with like the two-week contract he hired, how weird like, is Wouldn't that? it be weird to get a ring with the Philadelphia Eagles and yet if you went to his Wikipedia, there'd be no mention of them? Don't you have friends like that though? <laughs> Don't you have friends like that who just are like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I'm an Eagles fan. I've been, like, I've never heard you talk about the Eagles before. Dude, we won the Super Bowl. I'm like, I've, I didn't, I've never you're seen like, you this You're not we? from Philly. Your parents are from there. <laughs> Why are you saying we? But he could say it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like under his like as a coach Wikipedia thing, it wouldn't it wouldn't save the Eagles ever. Actually, you know what it's like. I guess if it's your but friend, he was a Super Bowl champion, Vic Fangio, and you wouldn't know why. Well, <laughs> he's like What's wearing the a Dolphins version hat? of this. He's just a producer, nameless producer. I guess, yeah, he's like un a uncredited shadow or... producer or something. I don't know. Yeah, I was just picturing like my friend wearing a Dolphins hat, being like, "Dude, Eagles, let's go." Like, <laughs> anyway, um. What do you think you guys will remember two years from now? Think about this game. Rihanna? Yeah. Yeah, the halftime show was amazing. Um, I think I mean, I'm going to remember just like the, sh the back and forth shootout. That like the yeah. epic buildup of this game becoming what looked like might be the best Super Bowl of all time. Yeah, I know. Like, honestly, when I think of, when I remember games, you know, because we watched so many games over the years, like sometimes they bleed together. But like, I'll never forget sitting next to you guys, honestly, just, and we were looking at each other like, what the fuck is this game? Yeah. Like, this game is amazing. Like, that feeling is always so fun because you start to realize we're, like, witnessing history, not to mention the fact we get to see Rihanna, like, at the middle, in the middle of this amazing game, which is just, like, a wild thing to, like, comprehend. Um, but, yeah, I'll remember, like, looking over at you two guys and, like, mouth agape, just like, what is this? Like, this game is insane. It was so much fun. We were all crying like Sirianni together. <laughs> and yeah, then, unfortunately, yeah. I'm also going to remember the fact that, like, the wind got completely taken out of the sails of, like, what could have been an all-time Super Bowl by, like, a controversial call at the end. You know, obviously, everyone's going to have different opinions on what it was. But, like, a lot of people are just going to think this is, like, it ruined the game, you know? I probably remember Kadarius Tony flaming my oh, ass. Oh, that moment. Oh, yeah, that was a good moment, too. No, but to your point, like, the I, so many games, the first 50, 55 minutes are prologue. And, like, when the Chiefs didn't went down and scored and took the lead, I was like, this is incredible. And then, you know, they, they kick it back and Tony does it. And also, I was like, oh, but this is insane. And Jalen Hurts getting the chance. Okay. Like, let's see it, Jalen. Like, we've... I, You've done and he it. did it. Yeah, everything. Like shut up the haters, all that. Yeah. yeah. It's been everything to be done on a college football field. Jalen Hurts has been doubted and then accomplished. Yeah. And I was like, dude, this this guy's life. And then he went and did it. And I, yeah, that, that was nuts. That and also the Chiefs players pouring champagne on me. 
<laughs> yeah. That was awesome. Do you right. guys do you have any interest in doing some post Super Bowl prop bets? Yeah, what do you got? Okay, so we're gonna be the only podcast that brings you post Super Bowl props. And we, we I would say we were like hit or miss on the the pre Super Bowl props and all that stuff. These are more important. Give me your over under guess. What, where would you set the line? This okay, is so like, we're gonna set lines. Yeah. TBD if we can ever verify. There's zero <laughs> chance we can ever actually well, find the answer. Yeah, probably not. Um, over under on full penetrations that happened during the game. Oh, okay, I wow. feel like you need to back up a bit Holy and give shit. context to why <laughs> this is. How many people list? had sexual intercourse in the stadium? You're not giving context. Game. Oh my god! <laughs> we were walking around <laughs> oh, because you context. know we had four and a half hours to kill, and when you do <laughs> okay, that, geez, man. <laughs> and when you do that, you know, weird conversations come out. We've been hanging out for seven straight days. Heifetz <laughs> was like, "Do you think anyone's going to orgasm in this stadium today?" <laughs> And we were like, wow, that's really interesting. Statistically, I was like, this is like 70,000 people here. Like, one of them is probably going to sneak into have the bathroom an and have some fun, or two people are going to go do something in a, a press box or something it like happens. that. I think I set the line on one and a half orgasms. <laughs> Not, okay. What are you taking? The people listening right now are just like, what the fuck just happened on this show? Real pivot. It's like, what time this is, is it? It's 11, no one's, no one's still listening. Um, what do you think? Do you think, first of all, do you think one and a half orgasms is the proper line? Orgasms, yeah, yes. that's a good line. Orga that's as good opposed line. to what? Penetration? <laughs> okay, okay. penetration is 0. 0.5 is the line. <laughs> well, in this setting, I, I don't know who's finishing. <laughs> that's right. I would just, I would have to guess only half of the couple. If the Eagles, yeah. if, if that holding penalty was not called and Hertz, <laughs> been and Hertz came down and scored a touchdown in the final minute it and half, been like 60, there'd be 60,000 orgasms. Yeah. orgasms. <laughs> there'd be just semen all over the stadium. Okay. Um, over under on people who shit their pants. This oh my! Really <laughs> well, wait, tough. We also attended the waste management open on Saturday. Uh, Jesus, I yeah, think that was a scene. I'd set the over under on shit their pants at that. At least I'm not even kidding you. Like thirty. <laughs> oh, 30, I'm 30. Not, <laughs> maybe like a hundred. Maybe like two hundred thousand people there. Thousand people. So at this event today, the Eagles fans. I'm gonna say one. Do you think one in a thousand people like had a had a dicey shart at waste management? <laughs> Way more than that. That's over Just more than then. they bargained for. Oh, yeah, wow, you're right. <laughs> Dude, the, getting to the there. bathrooms at the waste management was extremely difficult. Yeah. I will say, Ironic. taking a shit here might have been more stressful because <laughs> if you would have seen these bathrooms, okay, this might be getting too much detail, but like going in, keep this? Yeah. going in, going in, there's a line of like eight people for each stall. And for whatever reason, the, the bathroom that we went to didn't have any urinals. So there's a line of Eight people going into eight dudes going into the stall, and for some and if reason, anyone had to take a shit and shut the door, the entire bathroom would start saying, "What were they? They were saying like, stop taking a shit,' or they were like, we yeah, got a shitter. They, they I think it was shaming. we got a shitter. They were saying, it was like, like, shitter, shitter, shitter. <laughs> Can you imagine you the pressure? Public enemy number one. Imagine the pressure of trying to take a shit in that situation. Oh, you, you just like couldn't. Yeah, you'd have to like. Also, the stall doors for some reason were like malfunctioning, or they weren't. You weren't allowed. There was like an unwritten rule. No, you they couldn't use them. People ripped them off out of anger. Dude, there, there's a scene in Train Spotting where it's like the worst toilet in Scotland. <laughs> oh yes, I remember that. <laughs> I, like this was, up and he's there. having like withdrawal. This was shits on or par. Like that? This, yeah, or for yeah, yeah, on getting off heroin. Yes, this is on par with that situation. <laughs> it was the most disgusting. It was on matter. par with heroin withdrawal <laughs> shit. Hi, mom. 1980s. Mom, are you still listening? Um, you can turn it off now. How, okay, last one. Or you guys can add any if you want. Over under on people who got puked on. Ooh, people were sauced up before the game. That was why the backups with so many people. People got puked on. Yeah, 
How many like how many like Instagram Does that include reels? yourself? Sure. Yeah, if you puke on yourself, Did does you, that count? Oh, no. Okay. Ten. <laughs> I'm taking the other. <laughs> Like, what if it's like thousand people. If you have a, one really bad incident, you could get like four or five oh, right oh, there. Oh, one. Think oh, about that splatter. splatter. Yeah, one in ten thousand people was not vomited on it today. You're probably right. <laughs> what do you think the odds were that we would say the words heroin withdrawal shit <laughs> on this podcast? About the odds of Kadir Tony's going two touchdowns <laughs> on five snaps. God, he was so close. Oh he was man, so close. God damn it, dude! I thought for sure he was going to score too because he had like. Six guys like hit a, like a solid wall of blockers, but then the Eagles caught up. Also, I love that I was like, "Mom, you can stop listening now." Like three minutes after Craig was like, "Yes, yeah, so the sixty thousand people was like <laughs> e- see- like semen on the field." God, that's when the field was slippery. Uh, so that's all I got for that. If if you guys want to add any, let me know. I don't think I have anything after. I think you kind of covered it all. How many How many people are going to get pregnant tonight? Ooh. Of the of Cincinnati fans. How many babies are being made? Cincinnati I mean, fans. Kansas City. Kansas City fans. <laughs> <laughs> Cincinnati fans? I don't know. Very few. Maybe way less. <laughs> this is giving me the baby boom. For, I have a lot of yeah, babies named the Patrick. New baby boom. A lot of Chiefs babies being named Patrick in nine nine months from now. Is Patrick Mahomes a really good football name? It's going to become a good name. It's good I mean, because he's good, but I don't know if it's objectively good. Yeah. But Mahomes like, is kind of fun and different. How boring is Tom Brady like Mahomes 20 is, years ago? Mahomes is not a very common name, so I think it's a good name. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Patrick is not a great name. Like for like an what if all-timer. No, all the Patrick's what if he went by cool Patty dude. Mahomes? Like P-A-T-T-Y. It's, or, yeah. or P-A-D-D. At least, you, yeah. Y. The only person who calls Mahomes Patrick is actually Andy Reid. Andy Reid calls him Patrick. Everyone else is just Mahomes. What if it was Rick Mahomes? Whoa. Oh, Rick Ma- Ricky Mahomes? <laughs> it's actually really weird that Fuck, if, Ricky if Mahomes, Mahomes sick. We Ricky Mahomes? To him, we all refer to him as Mahomes. I just, it'd be so weird if he was just like at my house and I was like, hey, Patrick, would you like another beer? <laughs> I know. Andy Reid's just like, Andy Reid's at the press conference and he's like, Patrick, unbelievable quarterback. And I'm like, Patrick is too formal. I'm hanging but, out with Patrick and Thomas here. If he was Ricky Mahomes, he would have gone Thomas Brady. Theodore. Dude, the Bears would have taken Ricky Mahomes over Trubisky at three. Oh, yeah. Ricky. Patrick Mahomes like, Jalen Hurts like the coolest name. Yeah. And Patrick. Patrick. <laughs> Mahomes. Patrick Hurts. That's his dad's name. It's a family name. Oh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes Sr. I keep forgetting that Mahomes is a, is a junior. Or you know why? The second. What's the difference? How know. do you decide that? I think well, you can I, just decide. He doesn't have it on his jersey. I think that's why. Or he doesn't have Mahomes the second on his jersey. He just says Mahomes. No, but the, whether, whether or not you are a junior or a the second. I think that's kind of whether... I think that's a familial decision. It is. It's just like up to your choosing. A mix of whether you wanted to keep going and also just like sounds cooler. I don't know. Did you know his middle name is Levon? Patrick Levon Mahomes. Levon? Yeah, the second. Cool. <laughs> that's all. That's all we're we got. At, we're at like, what minute are we? I can smell weed right we now, can, by the yeah, way. Yeah, we should probably go. <laughs> Thank you, Craig. Thank you, DK. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you to everyone who's been listening to us do these insane Sunday pods all year. <laughs> like, I really appreciate it. I hope you've had fun. We, we have had fun doing this. Yeah, I mean, this is the last Ringer. We should tell people, I mean, this is the last Ringer fantasy football show until the after the draft. And what we mean by that is, like, we're doing the NFL draft show here. It's the three of us. We're so We'll lack. still be it's here. Not, yep. Yeah, we're doing the show. The art will change. We'll be talking strictly about the draft. But yes, the three of us doing fantasy talk. Uh, you know, not that this On is a hiatus. fantasy episode. But yeah. And if you still subscribe... <laughs> It's fine. We're going to change the name stuff, but it's the same pod. So we're going to keep yep. coming to you. So don't worry. Yep. Yeah. Tuesdays uh, and Thursdays up until the draft, we will be uh, putting out episodes. And yep. then we're going to go back to the fantasy football show. So art will change. Name will change. Don't worry about it. We're here. 
and Solak, who now we can make fun of the Eagles all year with Solak. Ugh, tough. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Lord! Lord! Thank you, Rihanna. Yeah, man. Oh, nice. Freaking amazing. Shine bright. So, Loved it. If she has a boy, do you think she would name it Patrick? Ooh, in honor of this night? Do you, do you think Probably that, not. Do you think I bet she could do Rihanna the two. Rihanna second. <laughs> that would be sick. Like a queen. Like Rihanna the second. Is her daughter. Riri too. Do you think, I don't think, she, I don't think she, do you think she stayed to watch the game? <laughs> we were talking about this. Oh when do you think God. she got in? Uh, she just like on a private jet 30 minutes after she's done performing? That's a good question. Is she in the green room? Do you think that she wants to party with the team? Or do you, with the team? Do you think she's in bed? There's no way that Rihanna and like Marquez Valdez Scantling are at a club together. <laughs> do you, yeah, she's do you think going she's out already like home? ASAP Rocky and like Jay Z and Beyonce probably. Honestly, you're right. She probably flew home to, to was LA. she in LA or London? I don't know. But uh, <laughs> Craig, where's there, her, what, what are her whereabouts? I'm not sure. Really? There were a lot of stars here. Like Adele was here, Billie Eilish was here, Paul oh, McCartney. Yeah. Have you seen some of the, I don't know, I haven't seen it this, this year, but a lot of times people do flight trackers of all the private jets leaving the airport of the city that the oh, yeah. Super Bowl is in. Like an hour after the game ends. It's like a like a fucking swarm That's of sick. private planes. I gotta get me on off. one of those. So we never, Roger Goodell was sitting next to Donna Kelsey and Damar Hamlin. What do you think they were talking about all night? Yeah, seriously, that was like the George Bush Michelle Obama. He definitely like, like slipped in there for two talk. minutes, took a photo, and left. Yeah, you know, <laughs> such a great setting. <laughs> what a night! So happy to have you both here. Did we get it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna oh, go back God. over to my press box now. Who's the, sit next who, to Adele? Wait, I got an I got an idea. We uh, we have to decide who the most famous person here tonight was because we saw Elon Musk, Paul, Elon. Ducart, you, Paul some McCartney. People, some people call me Elon. Ellen? Ellen, Elon. I've done this before. I don't know how to, I don't know how to say his fucking name. You have to. Yeah, it's, it, it's weird. It's like elongate his name. Okay. Elon. Elon. Elongate it. Yeah. Elongate it. Uh, there was Paul McCartney. Ooh, it's probably Paul McCartney, right? Is he more famous than Elon Musk? Who well, LeBron was, here. was also here. Oh, shit. LeBron. Wow, that's Who really hard, see? actually. Out of those three, Worldwide, Elon Musk, Paul LeBron McCartney, is pretty, and LeBron. I mean, He's Ben Solak literally didn't know who Paul McCartney was. No, yes, he did. I don't, he, we asked him the name of the Beatles. He couldn't, he didn't know him. No, he, he, he said he Paul got, McCartney. He I got think. Paul McCartney and John uh, Lennon. He just I think. didn't know he just Ringo. Didn't know Ringo and, and uh, George Harrison. I, I think Paul McCartney is the most famous. I think Paul McCartney is probably. Who's more famous than him? Uh, we were talking Elon, LeBron, Paul McCartney. I don't think Elon Musk is more famous than Paul McCartney. Or actually, Paul McCartney's no. been around way longer. Yeah, that's that's the question. Is him being they... like famous in the '60s is like yeah, yeah. I think it's got to be and Paul like McCartney. worldwide touring. You know what I mean? Like right. He's been everywhere. I'm trying to think if we've saw anyone else, but yeah, I agree. Paul Rudd. <laughs> I think Mahomes is more famous than Paul Rudd. Do you think, dude? Paul Rudd is in the. the these no, because the international box office for the Avengers. Wait, what about Tom Cruise? Oh yeah, right. Is he here? <laughs> oh yeah, right. Yeah, he, he's actually yeah, stuck he in was, the rafters right now. He's hanging up there still. Earlier. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. And he just started filming Mission Impossible Nine up on the rafters. Do you think that the whole <laughs> turned like, it into shooting a scene. down of the balloons is an elaborate Mission Impossible shoot? Oh my god! Like it just turns out that Tom Cruise it's a publicity just, stunt. They drop a trailer and it's just Tom Cruise has shot down all these things. <laughs> I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't not believe anything. Fast and the Furious 10. <laughs> Hard to that continue trailer, mythology. An extended trailer for Fast 10 just came out today. Yeah, I know. They shot down, the, the, yeah, the Department of Defense announced. Oh, Fast <laughs> Furious I'm, 10. I'm excited to watch the commercials too, by the way. No oh, yeah. whopper, 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 whopper. Yeah. Uh, 
They don't need it. They already took over the world. Say, what are they going to hand someone seven million, million dollars for? They're like they already we already are infected us. Yeah. Wait, let's go. Let's go to Burger King. Let's go get a Whopper. Whopper time. I'm hungry because we rule. This actually sucks because I'm hungry. It's eleven thirty. Yeah. I then I have to edit this damn thing. You're gonna have to get some popcorn and cookies. What What were the things you got in the the hotel like snack bar? I got popcorn. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like almonds. A, like and a, then a, and then a Slim Jim like. <laughs> Popcorn, meat snack, almonds, and a Slim Jim. Listen, I'm trying to stay healthy. Those are the three food groups. Yeah. All you're missing is syrup. That's my food pyramid. All right. Goodbye, everyone. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.